Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations, and that's what we're hoping to do today. Okay folks, um, let's kick things off with a quote from Saturday, since I haven't checked in in a couple days. If you write a lie on a card and you read it often enough, you will start to believe it. You you will, uh, if you truly wish to. And the, the premise behind that quote is, put a sensationalized goal in front of you that you'd be so passionate about if you knew it was a, it could be attainable and you go over it day after day week after week month after month and you do everything in your power uh, to to move toward that goal and you read your affirmations you will be surprised at what comes. Similar to prayer. You know, all prayers are answered, but just not in the way we intend them all the time. Uh, Matthew Kelly said, the most important moment in your life is to make a decision. And I tend to agree with them. You know, we make hundreds of decisions every day, either consciously or subconsciously. You know, and there can, these decisions can make or break us and determine our future. You know, little, little decisions. Ah, it's only a little piece of chocolate. Well, doing that continually will add up the pounds. Maybe 20 pounds in five years. But you get the point of what I'm saying. Saving money. You know, just saving a few bucks a day. Next thing you know, you have a pretty decent nest egg. So decisions, be conscious of what we're choosing and what we're deciding on. The insight of the day was if you deeply observe your surroundings, everything is your teacher, negative or positive. We can learn from it all. And once you choose hope, anything is possible. And that's from Superman, the actor Christopher Reeve, God rest his soul, uh, had a very severe spinal cord injury uh, in the early 90s, I believe. But that's the point. 
once you choose hope, once you have hope, not, not just only hope, but once you have hope, that's a starting path. Once you have that, anything is possible. And you can get down to theory and action and all, all the rest. And very little is needed to make a happy life. It is all within yourself, in your way of thinking. You know, and, and it's funny, it happens to all of us. And I had to fight myself today not to let it happen to me, uh, talking with the wife uh, on the phone in the car. You know, she's giving me these tasks and it's almost like in my mind I'm saying, okay, no, we don't need to do that because it should have been this. And, and why, why, why do I have to change the sheets on the bed? They shouldn't have been cleaned today. You already cleaned them on set. And I stopped myself. You know, it was, it was, I was thinking about it, but I didn't let it uh, materialize. And, and just little things uh, like that will help uh, create happiness. Don't dwell on a negative thought, a past um, transgression. None of that's going to help you. You know, think of good things. You know, picture yourself in a wonderful situation. And a lot of us don't do this because we feel as though we're being prideful. And that's not the case. You know, confidence is not arrogance. So if you want a happy life, it's not the outside of the world, so to speak, what's happening around us. It's not that that's going to make us happy or sad. It's ourselves. It's our choice. You know, if, if this conversation's not making me happy, steer it in a different direction. You know, it's very important important to do sometimes. And sometimes you can't. You can't steer that in a different direction. So you have to uh, remove yourself as, as fast as you can from that situation. So I, I hope you folks can start working on little things like this. Only the stars shine through the darkness. Are you a star? And if you are, what do you shine through? You know, you may say, I've made a commitment to get up an hour earlier every morning, and I'm sticking to that. I'm shining through. Um, not going to talk about others, be uh, condescending or critical of other people. It's hard but it can be done and it's only going to help you. It's only going to build character. And I receive a couple times a week, maybe three or four times a week, uh, a email on a newsletter from the bipolar society. Uh, the, the quote, the, 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 the email is usually pretty good, uh, and I generally don't include it in my podcast. But these 
quotes, so to speak, that they uh, chose for bipolar apply to anyone alive, so to speak. They really do. And this is six quotes to inspire your bipolar management instability. And as I mentioned before, these are actually six great quotes regardless of bipolar. And the first one was, the gem can't be polished without friction, nor man perfected without trials. That was a uh, Chinese proverb. But it's true. Um, Nothing is particularly hard if you divide it into small jobs. That was Henry Ford. And Henry Ford also said, failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. I love that. And the best cure for worry, depression, melancholy, and brooding is to go deliberately forth and try to lift with one sympathy the gloom of someone else. Quite simply, you're having trouble with a specific category. Help someone in that category. You're struggling with depression, help someone with depression. You're struggling with uh, anxiety, help somebody with anxiety. You know, be a friend. Number five, a true friend never gets in your way unless you happen to be going down. I love that. And finally, number six, I write of melancholy by being busy to avoid melancholy. You know, keep your mind active with something you enjoy. It alleviates a lot of pain. It truly does. Mental pain. Obsessed is a word used by the lazy to describe the dedicated. I got a little chuckle out of that. In prayer, not only does it help us you know, I mean, not only does it help those that it's intended for, but it also helps us. You know, when you pray for someone because they uh, are ill, uh, have a ailing parent, child, whatever have you, uh, that prayer goes directly on behalf of that person. But more importantly, by praying that prayer, it strengthens us unknowingly. If you know about it, it's going to strengthen you even more. It'll build, it'll build um, small repetitions of, of fortitude, so to speak. And it's kind of like, you know, working uh, in hard labor and you get fine-tuned muscles. You know, that wasn't really the benefit. But if you go to the gym and you exercise specifically for particular muscle groups, uh, you will uh, have some quicker, quicker, quicker success. Uh, And that's, that's kind of like how, how prayer acts. So hopefully you folks can relate to that. Um, 
today we had a quote, you know, um, came on my phone every morning. You speak so loudly that I can't hear what you say. And sometimes that's the exact truth, you know. Uh, you get into a debate with a family member or a friend, and the more you try to make your point, the louder you become. Sometimes that gets tuned right out, the louder you become. Sometimes the quieter you become uh, becomes more, um, more of a point. And everything you can imagine is real. Absolutely right. Everything you can imagine is real. Let's just not continue to imagine the catastrophes and the negativity and the what-ifs in a negative way. Let's look at that from a um, joyful, positive side. Darren Hardy today um, titled his video email, The Biggest Mistake Leaders Make. And the dividing line of competition in the marketplace is who can grow and develop leaders faster than their competition. And those that can will soon realize that they're way ahead of the curve and competition for that matter. You know, a company consists of one thing. And Richard Branson was the one to get credit for this quote. Company consists of one thing, and that is people. People. You know, people make up a, a company, corporation, store, whatever have you. Um, your product is people. You know, we're in the people growth and development business, whether you realize it or not. And once you realize that, it will make your, 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 your product, your retail product, whatever product that you, that you market or promote, it will make it that much stronger. Your, your focus is the people working for you. That's what it should be. And what gives them meaning and significance? You need to know these, these questions. You know, what gives your employees meaning and significance? You know, what do, what do the people that work for you really want? You know, a paycheck only goes so far. But once paycheck becomes like a old Christmas present, you know, they may look for better alternatives unless you can provide that. And the job is to identify the core human needs. You know, there are uh, six human needs that I learned from Tony Robbins, and the, the first is um, certainty, you know, having things structured, so to speak. 
The second one is, is uncertainty, variety, having a, a, a wide array of things. Uh, the third is having significance, whether it be at home, in a job, with a relationship. Uh, the fourth is love and connection. And then the last two uh, are growth and contribution. But of the first four I mentioned, you should identify with at least two. And you should be receiving those. If not, you need to make, make it a point to find a way to receive those. And I thought, I, I was thinking as far as what mine would be, love and connection would be one. And I, I, I think certainty would be the second if I had to put them in a one-two order. Um, you know, the everyone gets their needs satisfied differently. You know, I just told you my two uh, core needs. Well, it's going to be different for, for different people. You know, who needs what, when, and how is the, is the major question, so to speak. And businesses fail because of leadership malpractice. You know what I mean? That's, ten, you know, essentially what, what it's all about. You know what I mean? The leadership uh, is, is not strong. You know, you, you can't read a book to be a leader. You certainly can read a book on leadership, but it won't make you a leader. Just like reading a book on losing weight and nutrition won't make you more fit. You know, we actually have to go after it and do it. So, the number one need for a business is not so much financial capital, but human capital. I thought that was pretty good. And gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all others. And a smile is laughter's whisper. I thought that was great by Bishop Fulton Sheen. A smile is laughter's whisper. And the one habit that's ruining your life is taking note of ne negativity and moving forth with it and carrying it and not dismissing it. And lastly, there was a, a story box full of kisses some of you may have heard but some time ago there was a poor family and they were preparing for Christmas and a three-year-old girl was wrapping a, a gift in expensive gold paper and the father flipped out and said you know what the heck are you doing this is very expensive to use and you know and he punished the girl uh, and, and she gave him the gift on Christmas with that same paper that she was wrapping but the box was empty. You know, at first he was touched by the, 
by the gift, but then he was angry because she wasted paper on an empty box. He flipped out again. But she said to him, no, Daddy. They're blown kisses from me to you. And every time you need one, you just go to this box. And he was really touched, and he uh, was brought to tears. She died a short time later in an accident. And the father takes that box of kisses with him to bed every single night. You know, and the moral of this story is love is the most precious gift in the world. And it's important for us to distribute that. Okay, folks, that's all for today. I will check in with you tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.